Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. everybody and uh, welcome to another edition another episode of the dangerous dinners podcast i am your host as always tom green how are you and i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna level with everybody i i have i've fallen behind i am slapdash i am doing an introduction half-assed and that is not good enough i know um it is Wednesday the 12th of May and it is just before midnight and I am panicking to get this podcast episode recorded and out into the world. Um, I'm doing this on my sofa. My dog Turtle is with me. Turtle, say hello. Give it a sniff. Can you hear that? Give it a lick. That's Turtle. Um, I am trying to do this last minute. I don't know. I've got no excuses, miss. I have just... I'm poor. I've been out to play golf tonight. I've had a curry. I've had a few beers. And I'm now doing my homework late. And I've got no bloody excuse. Um, so listen, don't think the episode is going to be slapdash or half fast. Oh, no. This was recorded when I had prepared questions and I was hard at work creating great content for you. It's only the intros and outros which may suffer from too many coronas. Um, just like 2020, this podcast may suffer because of corona I suppose that joke works to a degree. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm a little bit drunk and I'm a little bit tired, but the podcast will still be great. So, anyway, today's guest, who is it? It is the amazing Nico B. No, Nico B from the biggest song of 2020. Who's that? What's that? I don't know what I'm doing, but I check to WhatsApp that one this guy is a online sensation he's very cool guys he's a big instagram streetwear guy and uh i had the pleasure of chatting to him for an hour we read a real good catch-up and he feels like a really weird part of my life nico b because um last year i went through a couple of job changes don't know if you heard about these and nico b's song was sort of blowing up throughout that whole period so he sort of soundtracked um my my job changes i guess i guess is what i'd say in a polite way um anyway he's a legend he's really nice and also this was the first podcast episode we have completely filmed so if you go to the dangerous dinners podcast on youtube or on twitter or on instagram the full episode is visualized and you can see nico b's face so anyway enough dilly dally let's get him on it's nico b the Dangerous Dinners Podcast with your host, Tom Green. One celebrity guest, one spin of the roulette wheel, and a tour of the best and worst takeaways, which are delivering to us tonight. What will it land on? We let fate decide. Up for grabs today, we have the poorly reviewed Kansas Fried Chicken. Everybody's favorite, the 
if it all goes wrong. Pizza Palace. But before we do that, it's time to meet our celebrity guest. They're famous, they're funny, and they just arrived downstairs. It's time to bring them up. Please welcome. It's Nico B. Yeah, and Mr. Tom Green also. What are you saying? I'm beautiful. You can't really see it behind me, but there's a Mary Berry cardboard cutout there. But her head's kind of flopped down. She must be asleep. Mate, there's no better way to do a podcast than with the eyes of Mary Berry staring exactly. into the back of your head. Especially a food podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> For a long time, I thought her name was just one word. Mary Berry. What, Mary Berry? Oh, well, and then her second name is something else. Mate, love that. Not. She, she should start Not. telling people it's that, actually. First name, Mary. Second name, Berry. <laughs> um, I feel bad for you because all the other guests have been able to do the show in, like their pajamas and you've had to get actual ready for this because we're filming now i'm always i'm always ready i'm always ready i don't even wear pajamas i go to sleep in a suit and i'm ready. i wake up ready for the day (laughs) you you wake up fully tuxedoed like i'm here fully tuxedoed and i walk to wall street that's where i work (laughs) i'm ready for the day i'm ready now where do we find you right now because it feels like we're in the nico b bedroom you are in the nico b bedroom in uh newport pagnell home of the aston martin yeah I feel like I've seen a lot of videos of your bedroom over the yeah. years on videos and music videos and stuff. But this is it. This is really where the magic happens. I kind of want a little bit, to- a little bit of a tour, or maybe just what's the best thing you're rocking Ooh. in that bedroom right now? Oh, there's everything. I just, I love buying random things. Um, what have I got? This is what I bought the other day, actually. It's a. What year is it? It is. It should say the year somewhere. No. Hold on. I'll definitely get the year. Don't you worry. What is 1996, this? like, um, toy unboxed, like, you know when you get like make like a car model? It's like a McDonald's car model from 1996 that hasn't been um, made yet. Still all in the packaging and stuff. I really feel like you should be unboxing this live. No, nah, you can open the box. I'm just not going to take anything else. Like, what else have I got in my room lately? I bought, um, oh, these are great. Where are they? I bought these <laughs> as well. They're unopened yeah. Beatles baseballs. What? Yeah, pack of four, never opened from 1999. Wow. What are you? Do- this is a man that's got too much money. Where are you getting Not this even. shit? eBay. No, there's like an antique shop near my house, and I found it the other day, and I'm like, this is the best thing ever. And I also <laughs> got, um, I just got loads of random bits and bobs left that I get from there. You know what? I'm going to ask you this now. Normally, this question comes a little bit later on in the podcast, but I'm going to ask you now. Seeing as you've been blowing up for the last few years, what's the most expensive purchase that you've got in that room? What's the one thing that you spent a little bit of cash on? Oh, I refitted the carpet upstairs. That's probably that. Woo! Showbiz! You see all these showbiz people. I've got a new car. I've got a new holiday. Now nah, I really needed a new carpet in there. So. Good carpet is a is a is a is a bigger flex. I feel like. So hold on. Do you you don't live with your parents? You live on your own. No, yeah, I live with my parents. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're it. doing up you're, you're doing up your parents' gaff. We did it. Have you not done the whole like buying a Rolex, buying a mad car? Only, no, I've done, only I've wearing done, Supreme. I've done, I've done that. I've done. I have done that. Yeah, but I don't, I, they're just like little things. When I. You can't, a ro- with a Rolex, you can't get out of bed and have your toes step on something comfortable, can you? You can't step on a Rolex out of bed and it, it won't be comfortable. But with a carpet, you can. A freshly fit carpet, you can. <laughs> Mate, I'm not leaving this. Have you bought a Rolex? That's what I want to know. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes! My, um, yeah, 20th birthday, I got one. I think, I'd, yeah, yeah. I, I know where it out, though, because I'm very, um, I feel like I'm a, I'm a very, um, vulnerable physique. So if anyone sure. sees that and they ask for it in an aggressive manner, um, I don't think it will end well. It's going to be like, yeah, mate, take the rolly. I'm not going to fight. Yeah, well, just, yeah, just have it. Um, there's no point, yeah. But I never really wear it out, but yeah. Where's the plaque? I've seen a lot of shouting about the plaque online, but I can't... Oh, there it oh, is. Oh, there it is. There it is. Not too shabby at all. For only people who are listening to this right now, behind me, basically, Nico is facing... I'm staring his... it in the eye. What, what does it say on it? Um, presented to Tom Austin, my um, real name. Sure. To recognise this... Um, basically says... 200,000 copies for the single Who's That What's That in the UK. Yeah. Which is a song that I released last year, which is, yeah, mad. I can't believe I've got one. I'm staring it in the eyes. Who's That What's That? Yeah, it's beautiful, mate. mate. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. What a tune that was, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah I love that song. I love that song. I've got a bit of a story to tell you about this, um, because oh, I'm ready. when that song blew up, which was last year now, in the middle of summer, yeah. well, it was for me... I got what they call a perianal abscess during that song's rise to fame because I was doing a lot what of cycling. You basically don't want to know. It's on your ass. Right. Right. Okay. And that happened while I was maximum playing Who's That, What's Fuck, That? Yeah. So I really, com- I, it feels weird in my mind. Every time I hear it, I love it, but I think yeah. massive pain on my it asshole. Gives, exactly. It just takes you back to them awful cycling memories. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I had been A and E with that bad boy. No way. Yeah, man. At least what was playing in your ears was a uh, okay. Actually, no, I feel like my voice would make that worse. I'm sorry about no, that. No, it was good. All I just kept walking around for that for a few weeks, just being like, "Who's that? What's that?" It really took yeah. over my life for a while in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nika, welcome to the Dangerous Dinners podcast. Real simple. I've got a roulette wheel behind me of the worst rated takeaways in your local area. I'm going to spin oh, it and the find worst out worst rated. Mate, they're not good. Oh, goodness. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to spin it and find out what you're having for dinner. Before then, though, for all my guests, I write a bit of an introduction, right, to big them up. Do you want to hear yours? I am so ready for this. Okay. Nico B, he's a viral sensation blowing up out of nowhere in the middle of a pandemic and killing off the UK top 40. His anthem, who's that, what's that? Currently sits at 4.6 big milli views on YouTube. He has 164,000 followers on Instagram. He owned the summer last year, and he's the only guy I know to shout out Mary Berry in a track. It's Nico B. That was incredible. When I get uh, married, can you just say that before I um, walk down the aisle? Yeah, I would like that, actually. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. That'd be brilliant. Right, so... The roulette was behind me. I'm going to spin it and we're going to work out what you are having for dinner tonight. Okay? Amazing. Love a, love a roulette wheel. A lot of people don't believe this bad boy exists, but you can, like, this is visualized right now. It's there. It's right, but it's there. You're holding it. Three, could you count me in from three to one? I'm ready. Right. Tom Green. Three, two, one, spin. <laughs> You are oh, having the worst rated spicy curry near you tonight. Indian is probably my favourite cuisine, to be fair. But if it's the worst rated... Oh, right. I always look at it, though. I'm like, if they can afford a restaurant, then um, 
The food can't be that bad. That's a good point. If they can afford rent, they must be doing something okay. Yeah. Um, exactly. Hold oh, on. God. Okay. Nico B, I'm sending you yeah. a Vindaloo. Oh, my. I've never had a Vindaloo before, you know. I love spice. I've never had a Vindaloo. Mate, I'm checking. Oh, I'm throwing God. a I'm, mate. I'm throwing a spicy Vindaloo your way. Um, any poppadoms? Amazing. Amazing. Oh yeah, go on then. Go on then. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hold on, hold on, my guy. The Vindaloo, extra spicy with one plain poppadom. <laughs> yes. Boom! There you go. It's yours. Right. I've right. Never we don't been have long. Less excited for a food in my life. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this because it was like on on I'm the thing. It's like this is a very very hot dish. I'm grateful. I'm ready. I'm ready. So what would be your normal thing? What's the normal Indian order? Um, I can't remember if it's a jow free. I normally I, I normally what we've normally done my family we just get four things maybe three things and we just kind of pick and I never really know what I'm eating. I'm pretty sure I eat um, a jow frazi uh, or a um, Harry Majibuna. I think it's called. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that sounds like I some traditional sh- right there. It's bang it, oh, it's so good, it's so good. And then we just rice and um, yeah, poppadoms or naan, yeah. So I always like when I speak to my guests, I always like to get a bit of a recommendation, right? So you're in Milton Keynes right now. If I was coming to Milton Keynes, yeah. what would be the restaurant of choice? Where would we be going to have like the best food? Oh, oh, there's a um, Newport Newport Pagnell kebab and pizza, which is where I filmed one of my music oh. videos actually. Yes. Um, they've just always been the ones closest to me. They're beautiful. Food's always amazing. They do fresh pizza. Oof. Oof. Oh. Yeah, then there's also the chippy next to me, which um, it's good, but it just holds a lot of sentimental value, which makes it yeah. even better. Surely, right, when you signed your record deal, you're signed, right? You've got a deal. It's all sorted. Yeah, I've got a little deal, yeah. So, surely you were wined and dined during that whole experience. Were the record labels oh, taking you out? God, no. No, not at what? all. They need to. No, what happened was, basically, everything was happening during the pandemic. So, they did say to me, like, normally, if we were having meetings, we'd go out for dinner or lunch and we'd discuss everything and celebrate. But with me, it was just every day a Zoom call. But I was grateful. I loved it. I loved it. Because it kind of meant I didn't have to get out of bed every day, travel to London. <laughs> I could just wake up, do the meeting from my room. But... They owe, they owe me a few they owe me a few dinners maybe right I've got until the food turns up Nico to get to know yeah. you properly right okay I'm ready um first question right yeah and I want a proper answer on this okay what was it like to go viral oh I don't know very um it didn't really hit doesn't it doesn't hit you until um after I feel like but yeah it was weird I don't know because I've been doing all this, all this internet stuff since I was like twelve. And yeah. it was just gradually building up, and then one day it kind of did it, did its thing. And I've got a nice little audience now that I'm just gonna keep growing and keep on putting out fun things. So yeah. hold on, right? So you've been at this for years, then. So for me, you came along last summer, but you've been yeah, grafting yeah. away at this for for years. Tell me about that. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. I'm not. I'm. I'm only. I'm only like one percent into the journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what were you doing on YouTube? How were you growing an audience? How How did that work? Um. Every creative avenue, I like. Well, I've delved down really. So like clothes, photography, uh, cinematography, bits of music here and there. But it was only a matter of time until I actually like sprinted down that music avenue. And then yeah, so before I did all the music, that people would just follow me for like um, I don't, I really don't know. They might have thought I was a bit funny. 
somehow. Or, um, <laughs> Slightly comical tweets. Uh, when I was probably like 16, there was a lot. I was involved in like um, a lot of a lot like streetwear, like the streetwear community. So like, yeah, dressing up in streetwear, I guess. And there was a big yeah. sort of Instagram um, community of people that just followed you because your outfits. But I kind of had that mix of like I made loads of things. People kind of like how I dress sometimes. People might think I'm funny sometimes, and then yeah, and then I did music, and then even more people started to get involved yeah i didn't know this but you had um you had a clothes brand right oh yeah yeah i've not released anything in a while because of covid because i want be i want to be able to covid really put a halt in everything because i wanted to release things but then if I, I could sell clothes but then people wouldn't even be able to wear them out everyone was just stuck in the house so yeah. we're gonna get that back what, what have i got made lately i got this made lately which is exciting a nice little um beanie which is lovely nice nico b designed yeah and then yeah i've got nico b merch and i've also got crowd which is the brand but this is something amazing i made a little don't know why i made these people love them the travel toothbrushes you ordered a load of them as well didn't you yeah loads and people loved them i don't know why i was sort of scrolling <laughs> through things i could get made and then toothbrushes are on there and i was like this looks great and i was like if i made a couple who would want a toothbrush and everyone suddenly really needed toothbrushes yeah they're important dental hygiene's important i think exactly exactly <laughs> when things were <laughs> kicking off at the start right what was the craziest thing that happened to you when it all started blowing up i don't know because it was my first time really getting involved in like the whole music industry bits and bobs so i thought everything that was happening was completely normal yeah yeah i thought it was just completely normal so it wasn't really it was shocking, but I was like, oh, this this just happens when you release a song. But then after that, people were telling me, like, nah, like, this is, this doesn't just happen. And I was like, oh, No. Sick. Talk me through the stats, right? Because the YouTube numbers are quite big, but your second song, which was Who's That, What's That, were, yeah. landed in the UK Top 40. Yeah, that was insane to me. Yeah, yeah. So the first song was Mary Berry, and that was um, kind of like an underground kind of cult anthem people kind of knew about it it was like it's kind of it was kind of like if you knew about it you, you knew about it and people really liked it because it was just different and then yeah. uh who's that watch that came out and then yeah that just mad because I, I just feel like people haven't really heard anything like it much so it's kind of like yeah it's kind of caught people's attention more it reminded me i was listening to the streets first album today and yeah it sort of reminds me of that in it's yeah, very yeah, rare yeah. you find someone who actually talks about my life in a way that i know do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, all the references yeah, in there feel so at home for me. And yeah. I think that's quite sick. I'm kind of, like, embracing normality. Embracing uh, the mundane. Exactly. Do you get stopped in Milton Keynes now? Um, yeah, I actually did the other day by a mum who was on FaceTime to her son. And I FaceTimed her son, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was not bad. I was with my sister and my girlfriend. They were looking at makeup in boots or something and then his mum just comes up to me like oh my god did I say? I'm like oh yeah I'll speak to you I'm super grateful for it it's mad yeah now who's yeah. that was that when when it did blow up how did that song happen was is there a story behind it or is it literally you in your room writing stuff and then putting it to a beat and then whatever happens happens um I released Mary Berry and then I think the week it released I wrote Who's That Was That but it was to a completely different beat just some random one I put on YouTube and I was like yeah this sounds cool and I messaged my friend uh, November who produced Who's That Was That and I was like I found this beat I'm gonna kind of come to yours somewhere and record it he's like yeah I've also got this other beat you can record to if you just want to use it and I was like yeah send it to me I'll just listen to it in a sec he sent it to me and I was like oh my god like now nah, I want to use this beat instead and it's the Who's That Was That beat so yeah when the next day he recorded it I, I was I had that song for like seven months I think before it released. It was there was like snippets of it here and there on the internet, which people and then people 
were really like, yo, please release this. And then, yeah, finally released it. And then, it, yeah, kind of went mad, yeah. Are you still doing it how you did then? Like, you just write a song, you text your mate, and go and make it? Or is it uh, to change a little nah, bit it's now? A bit, it's, a bit, it's changed a bit now, yeah, yeah. I'm getting put in with, like, producers that have been doing this for a while. Like, I worked yeah. with... Uh, Lily Allen's producer for a bit, which was like sick, like so sick. That's amazing. And then, yeah, yeah. You yeah, are nice. quite a big Lily Allen fan, right? I read that 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 was yeah. the sort of that was your musical education growing up. Yeah, because my mum, my mum loved her. To work with the producer must have been a bit of a this is super sick moment. Yeah, it was mad. Every time I go in a session with like a new producer, I feel like to other artists it's normal to walk into the studio and there's like plaques the producer's got. And I and I walked in every time I was like, "You've got plaques! Oh my god, you've got you've got <laughs> you've got this little thing." I'm like, "Oh my god, you worked with this person!" And they're kind of like, "Yeah, like that's a normal thing." And I'm like, "What?" Then I just make them tell me loads of stories and stuff. <laughs> Have you uh, worked with other artists yet? Not yet. There's loads of artists that support me that I love. But I feel like right now. I don't know. I don't know. Why I haven't worked with other artists yet. I just haven't, I guess. But uh, yeah, in the future, there's definitely a few that I really, I really want to. I feel like now I'm still kind of trying to like put just me out at the moment, and then I'll get to a point where I'm like, oh, maybe I would sound really good with this person on a song or whatever, and then we'll try expand that. Is it right that you have a random word generator app on your phone? Oh no, I know what you're talking about. Though I've got a uh, note in my notes. There's a note. That just says random shit to put in a song, and it's like my day to day. If something pops up in my day, I'll just put it in this note, and I'll ah. incorporate it into a song. So it could be this, maybe, or it could be I might have a roulette <laughs> wheel in a song, maybe. Mate, or that would make my life yeah. if the Danger yeah, exactly. podcast features in an eco B track. Yeah, because it's like I can't get any more. It can't get any more authentic than like what I say in my music. It's stuff that happens to me on a day to day. What's in that notepad right now? What words? Ooh, I want to hear about some the, of the words. Can you hear the last thing I put in it? Yeah, it, it, let's think. So, in fact, let's create a scenario. We're in a, yeah. we're in a session. I'm your producer. You've come in with yeah. legendary Grammy award-winning Tom Green. You're obviously okay. pretty buzzed to be here. I'm ready. You know, it's, I'm, ready. It's I'm an speechless. Honor. And I'm like, Nico, I've heard about the notepad. Let me get yeah. a beat going and throw some of these words at me that you've got in the notepad. Yeah, I've got um, meditate in the Uber. <laughs> Um, I got cream laces. Yeah, uh, I got one that says, "I put chili flakes on everything." That is Peach true. I do. do. Uh, I got Hold one. Hold on, one I, says, I think I think a tune about Lipton iced tea, Lipton yeah, peach iced tea would go off. I love an iced tea. What else? Just loads of things. I had an LG flip phone. There's one. Leo DiCaprio. Bistro menu. Yeah, well, bistro <laughs> menu is a good one. Bistro menu. So, yeah. Feels like home. Exactly. Exactly. Your music feels like my life, which, which I quite like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. So, talking about who's that, what's that? Um, so, you really do have beef with gherkins is, is, my, is my question. Yeah. The, the weird cucumbers. I love them. Really? Yeah, I'm all about them. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I, it's not. I, I, it's just the McDonald's ones, mate. It's tradition. Go in there, take the gherkin out. Have to take the gherkin out of the inside. Exactly. Exactly. Mate, I'm a fan. Don't listen. I'm not. I don't get anyone on this podcast. I get people I'm. I'm fans of. I know it. Mate, you're a legend. Me. You're a legend. That lyric kind of took off. I had no intention of that lyric meaning anything. It was just. A lyric that rhymed, and then people um, 
resonated it with resonated with the lyric more than I thought I thought they would, which was sick. It really hit home with people that stuff right there. Yeah, definitely. I know you've done a lot of stuff with McDonald's off the back of that, haven't you? Like you did the you did like I've the done new nothing with them. I've done I've done nothing. That was all um just me. Are you serious? Parodies. Yeah, yeah, and they they never messaged me once. And then they had the cheek to do a gherkin gherk out campaign. Oof. These guys. Oof. These snakes. Oof. And then, oh my God, don't even get me started. They had a McDonald's music online virtual festival, right? Right. And they sent me a hoodie with the lineup on the back. They didn't, they didn't even pick me for the lineup. They picked Ollie Murs. Oh, I saw this at Jess Glynn stuff. Oh, what's Ollie Murs <laughs> done for McDonald's? Tell me. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think oh, he's mentioned one McDonald's product in any of his songs. Never, never. Oh my Where, god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call McDonald's tomorrow. I'll get their mate, number somehow. I had questions lined up, like obviously McDonald's have contacted you. Do you eat free nah, there now? Never. Nothing. Never. I think no. Actually, they sent me McDonald's once. I think. <laughs> I think that's mad poor from them. Yeah. So I did all this marketing and then they gave me £20 store credit. Raging. <laughs> Raging. Mate, you've done well. Like, to, because all the, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but Nico's done all this marketing and did this, like, you went around a van and gave McDonald's out. You've yeah. done well to get away with all this and them say nothing. Yeah, I know. They, but they had the cheek to get my address, everything, send me a hoodie. Oh my God. I don't know where that hoodie is now. I'm still a massive fan of McDonald's, but you've betrayed me in ways that words can't explain. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe what you do? Or do you say you're a rapper? Is that is that fair to say? No, I say uh, just a musician, I guess. So you don't put yourself in that sort of camp where you find mm, like your nah, KSIs of the world? Nah, that, nah, nah. I don't think so. I don't think I need to. I think I just make sound i guess and then i'll let people <laughs> interpret it because one person some, someone might look at me and think listen to my music and think yeah that, that's rap music some people might listen to my music and think that's dance music some people might look at my music and not even put a genre to it at all they just kind of bop with it i guess and I'm, yeah. I'm, i fit in that category i think i just listen to my music and i'm just like bopping around yeah this may be a question mostly lined up to get me a clickbait youtube title but I'll ask it yeah. anyway. Yeah. Who's better, you or KSI? I oh, can't. No, not comparable. There's no point comparing, I feel like. I don't know. Him, him. That is such a weak answer, Nico B. I wanted, I wanted straight up beef talk. I wanted screw you, KSI. I'm coming for you. You're nobody out here. Nah, I'm not about that. I, can't, I don't compare anything, really. I'm not a comparer, I feel like. You just do your <laughs> own thing. Yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a fan of KSI? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. He was um, a lot of um, people's YouTube when they were like, when I was younger, definitely, and all my friends at school. So, yeah, you're le- legendary. He's a national treasure, that man. He is a national treasure, isn't he? I do think this. Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend doesn't really understand it when I, cause I still watch a lot of KSI, right? And my yeah, girlfriend yeah, doesn't yeah, really understand it uh, when I'm in, in, we're in bed and there's just, he's just screaming on my phone she's like what is Mate, that brilliant and i'm like i'm like you don't brilliant you don't understand it he was our childhood he really was yeah. well i'm gonna ask you this question because i'm not really gonna leave the ksi clickbait uh because we're, we're in quite deep now so you might as well continue 
um seeing as you don't wear your rolex out because you're worried it someone might grab it from you um would yeah. you w- would you fight ksi um yeah for the money yeah it's kind of just saying would you uh would you get beaten up for five mil <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely yeah definitely we live in england there's no um healthcare cost thank you nhs and then i'll just i'll kind of just move to jersey so i don't have to pay any tax on it and then don't know what to do with it really sue mcdonald's or something (laughs) come full circle use the five mil and go to court with it that's what i would do (laughs) i i don't want to i don't want to slag you off nico b but i think ksi would win uh i'll have a think about it but i think you're right yeah yeah um (laughs) can i ask you about fame now you're famous I'm not famous. I don't think you're famous, man. Come on. I don't. I'm not. I don't think I'm anywhere near where I um will be. I feel like. What does that mean? Yeah. What's coming? Like I mean, I feel like I'm only like one percent into the journey. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm not famous yet. So I don't think. Where do you think this journey's going to go? Do you have a plan for this? Um, I've got the goals. What's the goal? I want to hear about the goal. There's many goals. There's not just one goal. There's many. Many. Even though you don't think you're famous, I'm going to run with the fact that you are famous or have some level right, of fame, okay. right? Let's just run with yeah, it for yeah. a second. Yeah. Since you blew up, which was, yeah. I guess, maybe like a year and a half ago now. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah I'd say so, yeah. yeah. Um, what's been the highlight? What's been the maddest thing that's happened? Hmm, the maddest thing. Honestly, there hasn't been too much because, like I said, it's been during the pandemic, so everything... I've just kind of had to enjoy it from my bedroom. It's kind of like if something's happened, it's been me reading it on my phone and then just kind of sat in my, then just sat down, just kind of like doing it. But I think at the moment, um, getting announced for the Reading lineup was probably the yeah. biggest moment. And then when I do Reading, that'll be the biggest moment, I think. I saw that. that that's that's yeah, pretty mad. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's going to be mad. I'm very, yeah, yeah, that's probably the maddest thing. Yeah. How did that happen? Did you just get an email one day? Saying, "Hey, Reading has reached out. Do you want to do it?" I don't think my management told me. I think I think I found out at the same time as everyone else. I'm pretty sure. No way, surely they, not. They, I think I think I think they were. I think they were. Uh, no, my management did tell me they were like, "Oh, you've been put forward for a few festivals, like this one, this one. Reading might um, get a few acts in." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Okay, sick, yeah, bang in." But then they, it was during the pandemic, so they were like, um, "Like festivals aren't, weren't the main talk about everything. We were just kind of talking about new music." I was like, okay, sick. And then they were kind of like, right, um, you have to announce the Reading lineup soon. And I was like, what? And then they sent me the picture of it. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, you have to upload this picture in like two days or whatever. And I was like, oh my God. Like, that's oh going to be amazing. God. Do you know what stage you're on? Um, I'm on the, I think I'm on the dance stage. It's not really a dance stage. But I think it's called the, the dance stage. But me, yeah. um, do you know Bad Boy Chiller Crew? No. Should I? Nah, they don't, I don't know. But they're, they're on that stage as well. And then, um, yeah, it's a fun stage, definitely. And it's in a tent as well, so the energy's going to be, like, mad. Yeah, I'm very happy. You've probably not played Who's That, What's That live yet. Um, I did before it released, like, a few times, but I've not re- played it once since it's been out now. Nah. Mate, yeah, it's, it's going to be mad. Oh, that's going to be sick. I'm ready, I'm ready. I need, I, I've, not, I've, not, I've not had that, like, experience here where I, like, perform and then people actually know my music. What's your vibe on stage like? Because I've heard there's dance moves. Oh, I'm a dancer. I'm a dancer. I don't know. I'm not like I said. I've never performed to a crowd that actually know my music. Like I really, I don't, I don't know how I am on stage, honestly. Because the times I have performed, it's been kind of just like me to myself. No one really knows me, so it's like I'm kind of just like 
a bit more contained. But when I'm like, if, I, if I'm performing to people that match my energy, then yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is I'm going to, I'm not stage diving. You could go for I it. I could, but I just, I don't trust. Nah, I don't know. Don't I'm, scared I'll jump, I'm, I'm scared I'll jump in and just hit heads with someone. Like, <laughs> yeah. How does that, has that not happened before? Like, I, you're literally diving into, I don't know, a group of humans can't be comfortable to jump onto. I also don't understand like how people are taught to stage dive. Like, yeah. how do people know what to do? Like, when you're surfing it, how do you go back to the stage? Do you tell people, yeah, send me back? How, yeah. How's, how's that happen? There's, there's no sat nav on a stage dive. There's no, <laughs> no indicators. I don't know what happens. But I think I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the uh, Mary Berry Carver cutouts and just throw them into the crowd, and then she can stage dive. And do you think Mary Berry's ever stage dived before? I don't think she has. Who knows? We don't know you much don't know. about her childhood. She might have been those... a rascal. Those cake festivals can get pretty wild, I've heard. Yeah. I wonder if she 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 gets her t- out at Kate. I feel bad saying that about Mary Berry. That Jesus. feels wrong. Jesus. Jesus. You have to apologise to Mary Berry now. Sorry, Mary. I don't know why I said that. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Um, you have done shows before, though. You did you did shows with NSG, right? Yeah, I toured with NSG. Yeah, but that yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like when um, no one really knew who I was. I only I only had Mary Berry out at the time. How did that go about? Like, how did that happen? Um, my in Mary Berry, the before the beat comes in, I do like a bit of talking, and I just randomly when the mic was on, I just randomly said, I said like shout out to NSG, and then they got on board. They liked the songs, but they I didn't think much of it. I was like, oh, they've heard the song. That's that's insane. Like what the hell? And then um, yeah, so they heard the song. And then my first show was I opened for a rapper called Big Heath. And then that night I, I announced that I'm going on tour of NSG. So, yeah, it's mad. It did go wrong, though, one night, right? Oh, yeah, I think it's the first show. So I was so nervous. I was thrown up before I went on stage and stuff. Then my first show, like, the worst thing that can happen when you're on stage is, like, the music cuts out and you just stood there awkwardly. And that happened on the first show. So I kind of just, like, I handled it way better than I thought I did. I think I started singing Happy Birthday to someone in the crowd. And then by the time the song Happy Birthday was done, the music was back on. So That sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah. It gives me shivers, though, the idea of being on stage and something going wrong. I, I did, I hosted something at Wembley Arena once in London, yeah. right? And I walked out on stage and my co-host's mic didn't work. So it was just oh. me talking with her next oh. to me talking, but nothing going yeah. out. And I wanted to oh, bury God. myself in the floor. It was Mate. not a good vibe. Me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, God forbid anything goes wrong on stage. Very nice. You were throwing up before going on stage with NSG. You were just terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I came off stage and I was fine. And, then, and I was like, oh, that was so fun. And then the next night I'll throw up before and then, yeah. Um, can we talk about you growing up? Normally with this podcast, we sort of end up working through people's lives, right? But yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about going viral first because... It's mad. Like, that is insane yeah, yeah, going viral in lockdown. So yeah. you were born and raised in the big MK, Milton Keynes. Yeah, Newport, no, Newport Pagnell, a town, uh, a town in Milton, a town next to Milton Keynes. I thought like, but it's technically Milton Keynes. And is it right that is the town you're from the most haunted place in the UK? Yeah, apparently. I've not had any encounters, but apparently it is, which is uh, terrifying. But we're also home to the um, oldest iron bridge ever in use in the world. Yep. So I've got that to cheer about. And the home of Aston Martin. Don't forget that. And the home of the Aston Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some good facts right there. It is. It's bang. I love I love a fact. I love a good fact. I used to read so, fact books when I was a kid. Did you? 
Yeah, Guinness World Record books. I used to be all on them. Love it. Love it. That book was the jam. Mate, insane book, guys. That is an insane book. I always liked it in that book where there was clearly records people had just invented so they could Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to do like most um, grains of rice like in a a straight line or something like that. Yeah, no one will have attempted that yet. No one will have attempted that. Or like most grains of rice on a toothbrush. So what was growing up? I'm going to, because I can never remember your town. I always always pronounce it wrong. Yeah, it's a weird one. uh, Newport Pagnell. Newport Pagnell. What was it like growing up yeah. in Newport Pagnell? Uh, I loved it. There's not much to do here. Um, so you just kind of make your own fun, I guess. There's no nothing, really. There's a few. There's like the random football goalposts and the random yeah. park or whatever. But I feel like the, most of the time it's just like, you know, just sitting in one spot for ages and then just <laughs> seeing what happens, I guess. What were you like at school? Um, I loved to argue with the teachers for absolutely no reason and now looking back i'm thinking wow it's not worth it but i had a teacher nearly punch me once which was fun why yeah um science science is always the funniest lesson ever (laughs) because you're 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 given access to bunsen burners during school time it's it's brilliant and i teach called (laughs) uh, mr Meller. i feel like and if you got sent out you have to fill out this form which just said I've been sent out. This is what I did. Da, 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 da. And then I was really annoying this teacher one day, like constantly. And then he sent me out and I was, I was like annoyed that I got sent out. He got the form, like ripped it off the wall, handed it to me. And then I put my hand out and then he kind of dropped it in front of my hand. And I was just like, pick it up then. Then he picked it up, gave it to my snatch that I was and walked out. And then he sort of like, as I was walking out, he kind of went up behind me like this. And then the class was like, <gasps> And then he closes the door, and every time it was like a ritual in this class, yeah? It was a ritual in this class to be like, if someone got sent out and then the teacher went out to go speak to them, everyone would throw pencils at the door. So he's there, <laughs> he's there shouting at me. All I hear is pencils smacking against the door. And then he goes to me, he's like, you see that? When the pencils hit that door, that's a big two fingers up in my face. And I just burst out laughing. <laughs> I thought that was just so funny. The pencils got to him. It, get, it would. It did. I feel bad, though, for teachers. Teachers, like, oh, my God, students are not nice sometimes. I feel really bad for um, supply teachers. Every supply teacher, I don't know, I feel like when you see it in films, when you have a supply teacher, you're horrible to them. But when, when you have a supply, when I always had a supply teacher, everyone used to, like, like them. I don't know. People wouldn't bully them, but they'd just be like, oh, yeah, our teacher lets us listen to music in class. And the supply teacher of course. would be like, oh, okay. Okay, then yeah, you, you can do that. And then, then we just ask the supply teacher about their personal life for the whole lesson. <laughs> yeah. With supply teachers, I feel like you can get away with what you want. The seating plan's out the window. Sit yeah, next exactly. to who you want. Put your headphones yeah, in. You just, treat, you just Mi- treat him like another student if you get a supply <laughs> teacher. Yeah. So would it be fair to say that you were a bit of a hard work at school? Uh, yeah. But I was never... Um... I, was not, I never did naughty things, like, but I was just a bit, and I, was just, I just loved being annoying, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't, like, after school detention every night. You were just a bit of a piss taker. Uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I never did anything like swear at teachers. Like, there's these kids that would swear at teachers and, like, punch up year sevens and all this. I never did that. I just liked um, doing stupid things and seeing the people laugh. So, hold on. Did you go to college? Did you do college or did you not do that? I did. I did college for a year. And that's when you then blew up and then you got your record deal. Um, 
Nah, actually, I don't know how long after that. I think I no, I left college and then I did um I did all my clothing and then cinematography, photography, and all this, and then uh, yeah. I worked at Subway for a bit, and then whoa, you worked at Subway? Yeah, for a little bit. What did you still eat at Subway, even though you worked there? Oh god, I never even ate there when I did work there. Oh man, I I don't mind a Subway. Is that that's not good? Is actually, it? No, to be fair, I've had, I've tried the um the veggie meatball marinara the other day sure. and it was banging i never made a sandwich how did you get around that i did oh no all i do is veg and uh the till that's what i do because <laughs> you can't really mess that up that much but if someone came in and was like i can have italian bmt i, I don't know what's in that i just go to the back like oh someone wants a sandwich at the front <laughs> i don't know what's yeah. in that can't do that sorry, yeah, yeah. Mate. yeah yeah i just did veg and the till how was the you getting signed process how did that work um, so your your tune blew up and then labels just started hitting you up um i don't know i haven't really done like a big big deal yet at the moment i'm just trying to do like little ones here and there so i did like a, a deal for a single and then a deal for two singles and now uh, yeah. i've done like a, a deal for like a like i just did a, yeah, a few more singles basically an album but yeah nico b album it'd be good Shrug to see shoulders. it we'll see we'll see 
I haven't looked into that one. I just thought the plane mate went missing and that was it. That's what the lizards want you to think, my man. <laughs> exactly. You're a fool for believing that stuff. Mate, I know. Oof. Um, I can't think of any others. Should we talk about the future for you? Yeah. Go on then. So we got red in. That's happening. Yeah. What else have we got lined up? What's What's 2021 saying? Oh, I don't know if I can say. Yes, you can. Just say it. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm just trying to do... I'm just trying to... Everything I'm doing right now, I'm trying to do a lot more of... Because basically, with um with COVID, I couldn't release too much music because it was like... I don't know. With my music, I want people to be able to go out and listen to it and, like, enjoy yeah. it. If, but with who's that was, I think it came out just before the end of the first lockdown. So people yeah, were it listening did. to it as it... People were coming, coming out of the houses, playing it. They could chill in the park with their friends, listen to it. But then when people were stuck in the house and I released a song... They're like, well, you just listen to it on your phone for a bit and then you can't really enjoy it and go out dancing with friends and stuff. So I've kind of just like held back a bit. But now I'm just, uh, with my songs, I've, there's been like a big wait between each song because of COVID. But now we're finally free, I guess. Hopefully, I'm going to, I'm just trying to like banger off the banger bang. off the banger. Like not keep, bang. Not, not keep people waiting. Just always, when's the next song? When's the next song? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, I think it's through to. No way. Yeah, I think it is. I think someone's at the door, mate. Someone might have got the door. Let me check. Can you still hear there me? You go. I can still hear you. Go take. Do this all live, my oh, guy. The, the Apple headphones. Did no one hear the door? Thank you very much. Cheers. Take care. Oh. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Still? Mate, I can hear you every word. The guy who delivered it had extraordinary beard. Like, <laughs> he he was in he was incredible. Let me just clear my desk a bit. I like the fact that the person who delivered to you actually worked at the restaurant. That was a big thing in that takeaway. Yeah, and he had a big smile on his face. So this yes, food he's... was made with love. He's happy to be delivering it to you. This food was made with love. It smells banging. This okay. is the first time we've done this visual, so I can actually... Bit weird, this feels like one of those restaurants where you watch people... Oh, the Papa Doms! The Papa Doms. Shall I give it a taste? Mate, do it! It's quite thin. It's, a, it's, a thin, it's on the thinner side. Hmm. How is she? Hasn't got that snap, but it's good. Can't be a problem. Oh. You know, apparently, poppadoms are the most profitable food in the world. You do love a fact, don't you? I do. We've got. We even got um, toppings for poppadoms. Oh yeah, you got your sauces right there. Yeah. Right. It's time for the main event. This is what we've all been all been sort of waiting for. Um, it is yeah. the Dangerous in this podcast. Our guest today is the one, the only viral sensation himself, Nico B. Oh, look at that. He got Vindaloo, the hottest, worst-rated curry. It's got the grease coming out the side, which means it's good. Yes. That's when you know it's good. Oh, that, or- that thick orange grease. You can't beat oh. it. This is how they make restaurant food so good, because you would not want to know the amount of oh, God. calories in there. super oily. Oh, God, I feel look bad for your bedroom. I'm ready. This is a spicy number, my man. Oh, uh, Nico. It so I want you. To, I want you to take a big spoon. Don't mess about. It's a Vindaloo okay. uh, chicken. Let me get the water out. Oh my god! Is it chicken? Not... Yeah, it's chicken. Yeah. Mix it up a bit. Get the oil. Oh, I've never had a Vindaloo. My first Vindaloo. This is quite exciting. I don't think I've ever had a Vindaloo either. Okay, we've got a nice oh, bit of there. Oh, there we go, there we go. Listen, if you want to go and watch this, uh, you can head to our YouTube channel, The Dangerous Dinners Podcast. It's also on Twitter and Instagram right now. Um, okay. Go on then, my guy. I'm going to bite half first just to check it's cooked. Yeah, yeah, and then okay. I'm gonna eat. I guess it's okay. a scary experience. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, man. Okay, thank you for this, Vindaloo. Okay. Whoa, straight in, double bite, whoa.
That is gorgeous. Oh! Is it decent? That is banging. Nico B, this is what we do on the Dangerous Indies podcast. How spicy? Where are we at right now? It's creeping up. Yeah? It's creeping up. It's nice. (laughs) Nico B, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Dangerous Dinners podcast. Oh, what a way to end. He's going to be performing at Reading this year. He's going to fight KSI. Um, Collaborations are coming. Before you go, Nico, do you want to rate tonight's takeaway? Oh, if it had rice, solid nine. But without the rice, eight and a half. Have you enjoyed your time on the podcast? This has been beautiful. What, what an evening. It's the one, the only. It's Nico B! Mate, Tom Green, you are an incredible human being. Thank you very much for having me. This was incredible. Cold food, but hot guests. All right, then. How was that? Did we enjoy it? Was it good? I enjoyed Nico B. I thought he was really funny. He was a really fun guest, wasn't he? Very interesting. Went viral in in lockdown. It must be weird that. It must be weird to be really famous, but I've never played your music on on stage. Um, Anyway, it is literally just before midnight, and this episode needs to go live in 50 minutes. Turtle, what's up? What's up? She's licking the microphone. Um, anyway, I'll be back same time next time for another edition of the Dangerous Dinner Podcast every single Thursday. Don't step on the laptop, Turtle. You can watch all the best bits online right now on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram. And I will see you next week for arguably the most famous person we've ever had on the podcast. That is next Thursday. We are going big and we filmed the whole thing in person. I'll see you then. Bye. Bye.